I do adore thee. A poet's friend is the laurel tree. I'd make a tea to compose a sonnet or write on the leaf an amount before I placed it in my wallet. As a priestess to Apollo, I'd inhale the laurel's fumes and prophesy throughout the night, whether at temple or in my room. If I had doubt before I slept, I'd place a leaf beneath my pillow or burn the incense once again receiving answers from the billows even for health bay is my friend assisting in healing cancer or if you have a cold perhaps even bay would be an answer with vitamin c iron and zinc bay truly does assist with money visions and poetry by now you get the gist greetings welcome to a thousand serious moves with amanda holstein This is an occasionally comedic, poetic podcast about mysticism, spirituality, the esoteric, and magic. Greetings and welcome to episode two of season seven, where we're diving into the magical and practical uses of the herbs. As we know, I am not a medical doctor, I am not an herbalist, and I have to say that in case you are going to die because of the laurel leaf, it's like, why would I need to give a disclaimer saying, consult your doctor before you eat anything green? It's like, that doesn't even fucking make sense. Like, consult your doctor about everything. Doctors know fucking everything. I mean, truly, like, I'm not trying to be like, whatever, but have you ever had a bowl of gumbo before? If you've had a bowl of gumbo and you've survived, then you could probably make yourself a cup of bay tea without dying, right? But for some reason, there's like this fear in the air that like, I have to say that like, I'm not a fucking doctor. Like, oh, oh, I'm, 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 I I didn't go to school for fucking years and years and years to kill myself in order to like help other people. The Hippocratic Oath, you know what fucking Hippocrates said? He said that it's important to know the, the significance of herbs and also astrology for doctors. And so they say they take an oath to do no harm Define fucking harm for real, for fucking real capitalism bullshit. It's like truly do no fucking harm, but take this pill, but make sure that you have insurance so that you can go to the doctor so that you can ask your doctor if you can have a fucking cup of chamomile tea, pay $150 copay till you meet your deductible. Oh, what a sick world we live in. And yet the Garden of Eden abides here and now already. I'm really just having fun. I'm really just having a laugh by complaining about whatever it is that this reality appears to be. 
you know, I guess there's certain things that must remain hidden and to cast not pearls before swine, but it's always good to think about things critically, truly. So did I already mention welcome to the portal of hell? Today is November 10th, 2021. The next two weeks are apparently supposed to be two of the most difficult weeks of 2021. So welcome to the portal of hell. When I was planning out my month based on the astrology for the day, the thing that I put in my iCal today was don't believe your thoughts and probably don't say anything to anybody, which is probably just a good way to live in general. Um, God moves and speaks in silence. And by God, I mean not what the fuck you think I mean. But it's not for me to shake up your conception of the world or to try to convince you one way or the other. That's none of my fucking business. I don't give a shit what you believe, what you don't believe. Um, what I'm trying to do is awaken for myself. I believe that that's the best that I can do for society is to do the own, the own internal work is to do the own internal work <laughs> and to have a fucking laugh from time to time and to drink a cup of Bay Laurel tea, which is what I'm sipping from this moment. I'm also burning some bay incense that I mixed with cinnamon, basil, and allspice. Look at that. Homemade incense. Before I dive into, you know, why it is that I'm burning bay, maybe you got a gist of it from the poem, right? Like if I were a priestess to Apollo, I'd receive answers by burning bay. Um... Yes, okay, but I did want to just like chit chat a bit before we get into the herb of the day. Um, what else? Oh, I have a note here to talk about how I only hang out with hot people. <laughs> Whatever, it's just a joke, except not really, except kind of. What it is is that I like to hang out with people who are fun. Okay, people who are fun and people who are smart and people who are hot like it helps if you're hot um if you're not hot but you smoke cigarettes I might still hang out with you so that I can bump a cigarette obviously these are just jokes this was just a stream of consciousness that I was writing earlier um except not really except who doesn't like to look at good things Speaking of which, there's a video companion to today's episode, so check it out on YouTube. Also, subscribe to this podcast, share with your friends, and you can support this podcast by booking a tarot reading with me at samantha.as.me. You can also purchase art from my Etsy shop, Haunted Art. The art is haunted at etsy.com slash shop slash hanael777 that's h-a-n-a-e-l 777 so i keep manifesting free packs of cigarettes marfa open which is a gallery here in marfa is basically the only if if i'm not at the botanica if i'm not at okatillo and I'm not at home, then I'm probably at Marfa Open, which is like a portal to like really 
you know, some magic comes through there, including free packs of cigarettes. It's like I keep going there every week and like just like bumming a cigarette because, you know, that's there's no bodegas here in Marfa to where you can just like buy a Lucy. So I, I go get my Lucy's from Marfa Open and uh, I ask for one and people give me a pack. That's happened a couple of times. So, who knows? You might be like, oh, that's horrible, Amanda. Um, I think that that's debatable. I think that being on my phone for, what, all day, every day? I think that that's probably worse for me than having a couple of ciggies um, throughout the day. Everything in moderation. They say that nicotine, if you're being psychically attacked or you're doing a lot of heavy spirit work that going outside and having a cigarette helps calm down some of that noise um, from the spirit world. And also drinking a cup of coffee is really great if you're doing any type of spirit work or you feel like you're being kind of psychically attacked or you can't seem to like energetically disconnect from someone else. Maybe go outside and have a cigarette. Um, (laughs) I'm like, I'm not a doctor. Go fucking smoke a cigarette. You know, obviously, with just the straight up, um, you know, tobacco is better than with all the chemicals. So, you know, go smoke, go smoke a ciggy and have a cup of coffee if you feel like you just can't discon, like you're just like getting too much energy, like other people are like taking your energy, um, or don't do that. Maybe just have a glass, a glass of chamomile tea, a glass of chamomile tea. Oh, consult your doctor. Make sure you go to the doctor though before you like drink a cup of green tea, you know, or, or else like, you know, fucking sue me or whatever. Not really. Just kidding. Um, is any of this making sense? This recording is brought to you by Bay Tea. So that's what I'm channeling right now. Apparently it's so fun. So yes, manifesting packs of cigarettes. Oh, raising our vibrations. This was another note. Okay, if I'm in a lower vibrational state, I'm going to attract more of that into my life. Do we know this? Do we already know this? Do we need to be reminded to raise our vibrations? Our default programming of the mind within this very, very sick society that consults its doctors for everything and is on their phone constantly is in a very low vibrational state. And so there's no one in particular to blame. And even if you wake up and you feel like you're in a really low vibrational state, just fake it till you make it, baby. I'm not even fucking playing. Like, fake it till you make it. Today is the best day of my life. Today is the best day of my life. Today is all there is. My life is very blessed. The universe is for me and so is everything else. This is fucking true. It's true. You hear me? Do you hear me? The universe conspires in my favor. What can I do to raise my vibrational state? I have made a list for you. Take what you like and leave the rest. Make a gratitude list. Write down positive self-affirmations. 
Go outside and sit in nature. Soak up the sun or talk to a houseplant. Do something nice for myself. Do something nice for someone else. Drink some water. Put my hand on my heart and give myself a break. Make a smoothie. Say a prayer. Wrap myself in my favorite blanket. Close my eyes and take a deep breath. Turn off my phone for an hour or more. Unplug the Wi-Fi while I'm sleeping. Read a book or read a psalm. Put on some lipstick or brush my hair. Pet my dog or write a poem. Even if it's a really, really bad poem. Who cares? What is it that I'm not going to give a shit about today? Where are my priorities. What really matters? The breeze and the sunshine. True love and real friends. Sitting in silence and not giving a And before we get into the magical and practical uses of the bay, of the bay laurel, I'm going to read to y'all something that I wrote. If you asked for a title, I would say it's from part three, section E of my book. Uh, if you asked me what this poem was about, I would say... Um, seeking Gnostic realization, true wisdom and sacred magic, the Blessed Mother, all these things that I care about. So here you go. Here you go. I keep trying to figure it all out in an instant. A snap of my fingers and instant gnosis like a lightning flash. I return now, freshly refreshed, here to do whatever I am told, clearing pathways, tunnels, roads underneath, grand rocket ships and shotguns, a crow cause in the distance. And I let out a gasp in medius ray, with none to listen, none to whisper, a caw of a crow or many vultures. Men wearing sunglasses are just a means for manifestation, a generator of desire unto the umpteenth degree. And I wonder whom I have healed, and all the pieces naturally fall into place exactly where they should be, and so am I. Oh, sweet redemption, with a flame and a glass of water is all it takes. One ring, one perfect crystal, and suddenly everything starts to feel finally in tune 
a family vacation with drugs and alcohol or self-delusion and perpetual misrepresentation. I have a shiny white car. Manifestation now abundance is all around and within. Humility, one of my favorite virtues. Maybe the virtue of a year or millennia. There is no other portal nor any other home but here amongst thorns and branches. Without a doubt is my favorite type of lack. Except that when I open my mouth wide to receive her, she allows me to reside but for one moment upon her bosom, a perfect narrative without fear or foe or doubt or shame or letting not but the silence speak for us. For really, who am I to judge or say but to be a channel to let myself know that I am loved and very, very safe? Such is the warm embrace of a mother, even with us, sure as the sun and the shadow cast forth from her gaze. Ye shall know her by the fruit of her labor. And where her mother went wrong, or where I went wrong for judging her, I hear a horse's hoof. I feel it grumble beneath me. And I remember this morning how I cried into your mane, your pony watching westward, long lashes with a winnow and a neigh. Fret not, you humble warrior. Ah, that I had but one more hour to abide, to awaken, to fret not, nor shed no tear but for creation, for the next song is even better than the last. Honestly, I have to say it. But maybe I brought this all on myself by saying I love you on a moonlit evening. There, down by the lake, our reflection. Remember, my love, how we longed to crawl within each other's skins ever after, happy always, until it was not or try to convince you what all I saw and experienced amongst barbed wire brambles. I rest blindly, both hands behind my back. I am the fulcrum and the scales, with familiar voices, clairvoyance. I am talking about the cup of salvation and one eternal flame. But forget me not, you positive thinkers. Remember always from whence ye came without thought, here am I, Lord, 
send me. With pomp and ceremony and boots and maidens playing timbrels, how they dance for me the day of my homecoming. A true leopard shows you its spots. Before the burning thorns, just feel the pain. The end. So can I go home now, or will you at least tell me how to heal a scrape with my saliva, spit and ashes, mysteries and speaking truth? There is still half an hour left of sunshine, and I told the children all they need to know. Where attention goes, energy flows, red and gold, blue and white, black and gray opportunities to flourish to say my prayers and take a bath with salt water. A couple of herbs never hurt anyway, except when they did. But that was really just a joke, an experiment. And I will just say it, I am finally glad to ascend among nettle and spine. Who knew I would find my mother? The prodigal daughter is home and ready for some soup and chocolate. Please and thank you very, very, very much. Amen. Selah. And now, without further ado, we are diving into the magical and useful uses of the bay laurel leaf. Have you ever heard that expression, don't rest on your laurels? Well, the laurel plant, the laurel tree, uh, was sacred to the Greek god Apollo. And whenever Olympians would win, they would be given a wreath of laurel leaves. So there's some background information for you. Um, yes, and our first source telling us about the laurel plant, the laurel tree. Why do I keep wanting to say the laurel plant? The bay tree, bay laurel tree, um, is from the secret power of plants. So let's see here. According to the secret power of plants, Laurel greatly composed the fancy and did facilitate true visions and was also efficacious to inspire poetical fury. That's right. Shout out. Shout out to the poets out there, my fellow poets. Yes, that's right. Drink yourself a cup of bay tea and compose yourself a sonnet or a poem. Bay also is known to inspire true visions. That's right. And so if all you have are like the large bay leaves, throw that shit in your blender or grind it up with your mortar and pestle or just crush it up with your hands and use about, you could use like a teaspoon up to a tablespoon with a cup of hot water, let it steep for 10 minutes and then strain it and then go sit under a willow tree, which are also uh, no greatly known for helping poets to compose poems or just drink yourself a cup of bay tea 
And it's always great to say a blessing over any food, water, or tea, or anything that we consume. Um, This we know. This we know. It has been scientifically proven that food that has been blessed and prayed over um, brings, let's say, positive, more positivity. How about that? You might say, you're full of shit, Amanda. And I might say, I don't give a shit what you think. So I wrote this little prayer that you could say over your cup of bay tea. Thank you for this tea and leaves. Inspiration comes to me so that by the laurel I imbibe poetical fury. Amen. Or any other, you don't have to make it all fancy and rhymy like that. You could just say, bless this tea and help it to inspire great poems. Thank you. Amen. How about that for setting an intention? All right. And after all of that shit that I was talking about, doctors, I did pull from WebMD. (laughs) Here here are the medical benefits of laurel. So um, laurel does have antibacterial um, qualities and can help to um, heal the bacteria that's associated with the staph infection as well as E. coli. And um, if you have any ulcers or breast cancer, laurel is also great for helping slow down, uh, slow the cancer from growing and can help heal the bacterial infections. So laurel can inspire poetical fury, can induce visions, and can also heal bacteria if you have an infection. It can help slow down the growth of cancer. It has many vitamins and minerals, including calcium, iron, magnesium, vitamins B6, vitamins A, vitamin C, zinc, and more. Let's see. You could grind it up and add it to your dish. Typically, like whenever you make gumbo, right, you just throw in a couple bay leaves, but you can actually grind it up with your hand and add it to your dish. Um, who knows? Maybe you'll get a fun little vision out of it, too. Um, for the f- fellow trippers out there who like to uh, escape what appears to be reality. I don't want to escape it. I just want to see different angles and aspects of it. But life clean and sober is like way more a trip than any other time that I was tripping, which is insane. That's like my sponsor says. She says that recovery is better than acid. And I have to say, she's fucking right. I'll have nine months at the end of this month. On November 28th, just for today, I will have nine months without drugs or alcohol. Hence why I work with these herbs, because why not? Okay, what am I talking about? Now I'm going to the Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs by Scott Cumming. Coming hand. Oh my god. Coming in my hand. By Scott coming in my hand. Oh my god. Share this podcast with your friends. Or don't. <laughs> or literally don't. Or do. Um Okay. By Scott coming in my hand. Bay. Ritually, the priestesses of Apollo 
would chew on bay leaves and inhale its fumes to induce a prophetic state. So once again, another source we are getting telling us about bay being associated with Apollo and inducing a prophetic state. Bay is used in clairvoyance and wisdom brews. Y'all know how I love Sophia. Shout out to wisdom. So if you'd like to make a tea for clairvoyance, maybe you could add some bay to your mugwort or just make a bay tea. You know, we'll get to mugwort here later, but you know, um, you can also burn bay or place it beneath your pillow to induce prophetic dreams. If you are interested in prophecy, you could, if you, you know, you all know how I am about these Psalms. This is a insider's trading Psalm 90 to 100. So if you want to have some prophetic dreams, maybe you would burn some bay as you're reciting Psalm 90 to 100 before you fall asleep and then having uh, some bay beneath your pillow. And maybe you'll have some prophetic dreams. Though be careful because prophecy is not always... Um, a beautiful, um, well, I guess it's always beautiful, but it's not always, um, the most pleasant. Last night I, I did a little experiment with Bay, and I had some dreams that were a little disturbing. So be careful. Or don't, you know, might as well. I mean, shit. What's, what's scarier? Scrolling through Instagram for five hours or having an interesting prophetic dream? Bay can be worn as an amulet to ward off evil. So maybe if that's what you got around your house, grab yourself a bay leaf, poke a hole and put a string through it, wear it around your neck. Hey, why not? You can also place bay leaves in your windows to protect against lightning. You could hang it up in your windows to prevent poltergeists from doing any mischief about the house. Hello. Bay gives strength to athletes and wrestlers when worn during competition. So again, we see this like association with like Apollo and the Olympic Games and the bay leaf. Um, you could also write a wish on a bay leaf and you would burn it to make your wish come true. Why not? Um, I would say scatter the ashes at a crossroads. What else? It's funny. It's like none of these sources that I saw like mentioned bay associated with money, but that was like the first thing that I ever heard about the bay leaf was like, it's like a doll. It's like money. Like, um, I heard that you can place a bay leaf in your wallet to like attract money. You could sprinkle it with some, you could make like a tea with like basil tea and you could sprinkle the bay leaf and your wallet and the contents of your wallet with the basil tea. And maybe that'll bring a little extra cash flow, cash money. You could also write a particular dollar amount on the bay leaf and place it in your wallet. I also heard about like putting it in your shoe. So you could try that too. So lots of 
things to take away from this um, associated with strength, with Apollo, with athletes, like with uh, wearing it to protect yourself against evil, um, antibacterial. It can help if you have cancer or E. coli inducing. I think the biggest takeaway for me is that Bay is useful for inducing a prophetic state as well as igniting a poetical fury. So I will reread the poem that I wrote, that I read at the beginning of this episode. And I'll read it now, just as a fun reminder. And ode to our good friend, the bay plant, the bay laurel tree. Bay, oh bay, how I do adore thee. A poet's friend is the laurel tree. I'd make a tea to compose a sonnet, or write on the leaf an amount before I placed it in my wallet. As a priestess to Apollo, I'd inhale the laurel's fumes and prophesy throughout the night, whether at temple or in my room. If I had doubt before I slept, I'd place a leaf beneath my pillow, or burn the incense once again, receiving answers from the billows. Even for health, Bay is my friend, assisting in healing cancer. Or even if you have a cold, perhaps Bay would be an answer. With vitamin C, iron, and zinc, Bay truly does assist. With money, visions, and poetry, by now you get the gist. <laughs>